I maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> play frank take it away my man all right we left off last week with some free agent signings things and i believe last one i left off with was craig smith signing with the boston bruins for three years at 9.3 million dollars total pickup after that jordan greenway returns to the minnesota wild two years 4.2 million and of course i mentioned that we were going to talk about this the eyes are playing. Steve Eiserman made a couple more signings. He brought in free agent defenseman Troy Stetcher from the Vancouver Canucks. Two years, $3.4 million total. Tyson Barry, who was an unrestricted free agent, expected to go somewhere and get some big money. He basically bets on himself, goes to the Edmonton Oilers for one year, $3.75 million. Nate Thompson... Journeyman player signs with the Jets for one year, seven hundred fifty thousand. Mike Smith returns to the Edmonton Oilers for one year, two million dollars. Mark Pesic, one year, seven hundred fifty thousand with the Dallas Stars. Kevin LeBanc returns to the San Jose Sharks, four years, eighteen point nine million dollars. There's, but there's more. Flames also signed, Louis, signed Louis Domingue. One year, seven hundred thousand. That's a two-way deal. Jesper Fast was with the New York Rangers. He's now signed with the Carolina Hurricanes. Three years, six million dollars. Cody Eakin is now a Buffalo Saber. Two years, four and a half million dollars. But that wasn't the only signing they made. I'll get to the one that happened later. Valeri Nichushkin resigns with the Colorado Avalanche for two years. Here's Trevor Van Riemsdyk signs with the Washington Capitals for one year, eight hundred thousand. The Toronto Maple Leafs also signed Zach Bogosian for who won a cup in Tampa. One year, $1 million. And we'll go to others. Roddick Foxa re-signs with the Dallas Stars. He was a restricted free agent. Five years, $16.25 million. Vladislav Nemestikov was signed by Steve Iserman to the Detroit Red Wings. Two years, $4 million. Interesting story, though. Steve actually played with Dvestikov's uncle, Slava Kozlov, who was one of the Russian five. I'll get talked a little bit more about Eisenman in a moment. Vegas Golden Knights re-signed Tomas Noshek, one year, $1.25 million, and they also brought in Tomas Yurko, one year, $700,000. St. Louis Blues bring in Kyle Clifford, two years, $2 million. Big side of the Buffalo Sabres made, Taylor Hall. Who recently won a Hart Trophy in the last couple of years. Was in Arizona after a trade from New Jersey. He sides with the Buffalo Sabres. One year, $8 million. He's really betting on himself. 
Leafs bring in Jimmy VC, one year nine hundred thousand dollars. Your Blackhawks, Derek brought in Matthias Janmark, who was with the Stars, one year two point two five million. Ryan Graves resides with the Colorado Avalanche, three years nine point four eight million dollars. This is a guy who I thought would possibly go on day one of free agent frenzy. Tyler Toffoli, who was with the Vancouver Canucks, played pretty well there. He's now with the Montreal Canadiens, four years, $17 million. There's Corey Schneider, goaltender who was bought out in New Jersey. Well, he doesn't have to go too far. He now goes over to the island, one year, $700,000. And the big fish on the market for free agent defenseman, Alex Petrangelo sides with the Vegas Golden Knights. Seven years, $61.6 million. But that was the only move they made. Maybe I'll get to that later. A few other moves that happened. Austin Zarnick, who had been with the Boston Bruins, he signs for two years with the New York Islanders as well. Patrick Barlow is back in San Jose. Seemingly not done playing yet either, as he had bounced around between Toronto and he was even with David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins. One year, $700,000. I guess he's wanting to finish his career in San Jose. Sharks also bring back Nat Nieto for one year. Your Leafs also bring in backup netminder Aaron Dell, one year, $800,000. The St. Louis Blues, who made a trade for Jake Allen a few weeks back goaltender they sign him two years 5.75 million dollars Canadians also re-sign Brendan Gallagher six years 39 million dollars a few other signings that went down Evgeny Dadanov who was with the Florida Panthers he signs with the Ottawa Senators for three years 15 million dollars there's Andrew Mangipane re-signs with the Calgary Flames two years 4.85 million dollars and also, fairly recently, Joe Thornton, still playing in the NHL. He goes to the Toronto Maple Leafs one year, $700,000. And this is something that was brought up by Prashant Thayer of The Athletic on Twitter. He says that the Maple Leafs are basically trying to be like the Red Wings were in the late 2000s and the early 2010s where they were bringing in Guys have been in, just seemingly looking to win a Stanley Cup, yet the Leafs haven't been out of the first round in over 20 years. That is true, and haven't in almost 30 years since they won a cup, right? Since 93. Uh, no, 90, was, try the 1960s. 60s, that's right, I'm thinking of the Canadians, my bad. Yeah, 60, yeah. And, and also, and I kind of find it ironic that Joe Thornton is in Toronto because I do remember back in 2013 when the you know, radio bit that went around about the remarks that Joe Thornton made, what he said he would do if he scored four goals in a game. I can't say it here because it's not appropriate for the radio. I'll just say, look it up on your own time, people, and you'll know. That's all. And also, just in, David Manigot Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins signed unrestricted free agent defenseman Cody Cece, one year, $1.25 million. And then now we'll get to the trades that have gone down in the last week. Bring everybody up to speed. Not not a lot of this happened. A couple of small moves. The Nashville Predators sent Austin Watson to the Senators for a 2021 fourth round pick. 
The Maple Leafs sent forward Andreas Johnson for for Joey Anderson from the New Jersey Devils. Your Blackhawks made a nice little move, although it's one that's kind of being met with some controversy, though. They sent forward Brandon Saad and defenseman Dennis Gilbert to the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for a pair of defensemen Anton Lindholm and Nikita Zadorov. And I did stumble across some rumor that the Blackhawks may be looking to blow it up, but who knows if there's really any truth to that at all. But the Avalanche weren't done on the trade market. They acquired defenseman Devin Taves, brother of Jonathan Taves, from the New York Islanders for a pair of second-round picks in 2021 and 2022. And since the Vegas Golden Knights brought in Alex Petrangelo, they were over the cap. Well... They said, well, we'll just make a trade here. They sent Nate Schmidt, a defenseman, to the Vancouver Canucks for a 2022 third-round pick. So those are the moves that have happened so far. And also a note on the Red Wings, Tyler Bertuzzi did file for arbitration. And so we'll see if the Red Wings can hash out a deal there, pair with him or not. It goes to arbitration, then it's basically going to be a chance where both sides present a case, and the arbitrator has to award a number. The Red Wings can choose to sign him or tell him to go kick rocks. One time that did happen was with your Blackhawks after they won the Cup in 2010. Auntie Niemi went to arbitration. He got awarded a number. The Blackhawks said, kick rocks. Goodbye. <laughs> and uh, the rest good. is history. So, and also. I did mention what Steve Eiserman has been up to, who, and I'll say it again. He's made some very good low-risk signings, things that he can eventually flip at the death, that he can flip into assets if need be, especially the Nemesnikov deal, which I really like, getting him for two years, $4 million total. Well, the guy's been a, qual- been a quality center. He scored uh, 17 goals between... The Ottawa Senators and the Colorado Avalanche last year. And plus, he's the nephew of Slava Kozlov. So he's probably going to slot in at second-line center, which this also could mean that they might buy out Franz Nielsen. I don't think they need to. Nielsen has two more years left on his deal. And his production has really dropped off. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. But I've told people this. Keep doing it. Trust the Iser plan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you have really been on that one. Trust the Iser plan. Yeah, because Steve actually knows what he's doing. He's not trying to hit, go for home run and signing or signing some washed up veteran to a big deal, but bringing somebody who's looking to win a Stanley Cup like the Toronto Maple Leafs are bringing. Somebody for big money and hand out no move clauses like candy, like somebody else who I mentioned, in <coughs> Holland. Steve knows how to use common sense in these cases. I mean, look, I'll say it, the Red are the Red Wings better than what they were on paper. Yes, I think they will be. I mean, you upgrade upgraded the blue line. You've upgraded in net with Thomas Grice, probably split time with Jonathan Bernier. You've got some better options at forward in. I mean, granted, the other moves he's got to do, he's got to get Anthony Mantha uh, re-signed because he's a restricted free agent, so he's got to get a new deal for him. We'll see how that goes. 
Dimitro Timishov, who he got on waivers from the Maple Leafs last year. He's got to get him signed to a new deal. I don't. I think he's going to get a huge one, but he'll probably get something decent. And then the whole Bertuzzi arbitration deal. We'll see. How, we'll just kind of see how that one goes. I was there, but that will do it for my power play on this Saturday, the 17th day of October in the year of our Lord 2020. Probably going to be the last one for a while unless we get some breaking news that comes out of the NHL. Well, the NHL, some were saying that the league season might not start till February. Uh, I know the NBA has said that. I, I know at first it was January, right? Well, I've, and then some not- I heard that it might be pushed back to February. Because you don't know if you want to play in a bubble, you don't know if, how you got to set up the arenas. That's it's, it's tough. Think about it. It's well, we're in the middle of October. October's almost over. By November, you only have two months to really prepare for anything. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I th- it'll be interesting to see if they continue to go with the bubble. But I mean, they saw that they did they did the bubble with the with the postseason, and mm-hmm. it worked. Not a single positive COVID test. So. I mean, I think that option is on the table, and plus, we'll see what we'll see what ends up happening there. Mm-hmm. There, and if any more moves get made this off season, and whenever they decide on the start of training camp and how arbitration goes, so it's pretty much off season is here, and that's that. <laughs> All right, that was that that was pretty good, Frank, with with the um, actual. Uh, uh, NHL power play, good one there. And uh, once again, you, you're listening to 88.3 WTS. After further review, what we're going to do is we'll take a break, commercials, and come back and uh, wrap up the show. Sound good, Frank? Yep. All right, listening to 88.3 WTS. After further review, make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, or on the live feed. We do share it over on the, the page. Also, after further review, sports show uh, on on the Twitter. And app for the review sports show on Facebook. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 